0: Hey y'all! This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. One of the the primary topics I get asked to talk about, not only in my work, because spirit sends me a lot of empaths, of course, people who are gifted as well. Because uh, people, sometimes people don't know they're empathic. Sometimes people feel like they're crazy, and then they figure out they're empathic, and they're like still feel a little crazy because it's overwhelming. And then some people have really lived in this empathic world, even though we get it, we understand it, we're aware of how deeply we feel things about people and overall in the world, it is still tough as shit. So I want to talk about that today, the downside of being an empath. And most empaths I know, they they don't figure out that they're empaths until they feel emotional overwhelm. Like, I, I feel like something happens or they have a consistent experience that is overwhelming. I think that's the biggest piece. Um, and sometimes in one moment, or like I said, over a period of time, um, it's as if the weight of the world is on their shoulders and they can't figure out why. And it's hard sometimes as an empath to really delineate whether or not it's your energy the world's energy, somebody else's energy, sometimes uh, a lot of times those lines can get skewed. And I didn't know I was an empath when I was young, back when I was growing up five decades ago. Who knew about uh, highly sensitive people or empaths? My parents certainly didn't have a clue that what I was going through. My teachers definitely didn't have a clue. And I didn't have a clue about what the name was to my struggles Uh, It masks itself as ADD. And I think a lot of empaths tend to have these uh, kind of ADD, ADHD qualities because there's such stimulation and overstimulation that it's hard to sit still, pay attention, we check out to take a break. Uh, That is my sense of things. All I knew was that things hit me hard in life, like harder than most and I had a harder time recovering from the hits because I felt things so deeply and my, it was with my environment and I felt so much about others and I didn't know what this actually was, let alone that it was a gift. And in many cases, then and now, it's proven to be kind of a burden at times. And while I'm going to talk about the darker sides of being an empath, I do want to say upfront as with all of my content, I'm going to give you ways to to help support you to work through the challenges that you face as an empath, as well as give you em- insight into empaths. Um, if you know one, maybe you're not one, but you're like, gosh, this sounds like my friend, my brother, my sister, my mother, uh, my child. Um, you know, it, it's so good to have a heads up and not qualify or put people in a box, uh, they're, they're oversensitive as if you, you are being critical. So I want to offer today as an education all the way around. And over the years, and since the shift in the way that I work with my clients, empaths have always sought me out to help them. That's kind of one quadrant of the work that I do. And most of them told they're crazy that they're way too sensitive and that they need to quit making big deals out of things. That what they said, they like, there's no way you could know that. Nah, you're just, you're just uh, uh, making a big deal out of it. And many clients suffer from physical ailments that come to me that stem from empathic overload, empathic overstimulation. And that's a term I coined because it just makes sense. We store all of this energy, we don't know what to do with it, we don't know what it is, so we just kind of keep it, and then eventually we can get depressed, we can develop physical ailments, headaches, dizziness, on and on and on and on. And as I have evolved, my spotty senses have too, and so have my empathic gifts. And I have found myself more often than not feeling the world's pain a lot. And I'll find myself all of a sudden, like I'll have a, a great day. And then the next day or even the next moment or later that night, I'm so, so down, so sad. And it feels like my energy. And then if I look into myself, I'm like, There's, there really is no need for me to feel this way. There must be something else going on. So more often than not, I feel other people's pain. I feel the world's pain and knowing that this energy was hijacking me, I was like, wait a minute, this is atypical of me. Maybe this doesn't belong to me, right? Because I really am typically a very positive person. I go through my own stuff and sometimes I go to dark places, sadness, but that's just not my general disposition. So I ride the waves of others and the world's pain suffering and heaviness. And that honestly has been truly one of the most challenging aspects of being a highly sensitive person and an empath. And if you're an empath and you know exactly what I'm talking about, it's like all of a sudden that chick comes out of left field and you're like, whoa, what is this? I just, sometimes I literally feel the heaviness of it. And we don't ask to take on the world's pain or even an individual's pain for that matter. It just happens all over us. That's literally what it is. It happens all over us. It literally, uh, drapes itself over us. And we have to find ways, like I said, to delineate between the energy that belongs to us that comes from really knowing yourself well, uh, versus what energy belongs to others singularly or, uh, as, as, a, as a whole. And I feel things about people so quickly, uh, even causes me pause. And, and over time, as I have uh, sharpened my gifts and just kind of lived in this lifestyle, um, honest to God, I feel the impact of the energy of people immediately. And I feel the energy of the moon, the sun, the planets, oftentimes to a severe degree. Uh, and those of you who are very, very sensitive as well, you get that. Um, and it's hard to explain that odd thing to somebody who isn't aware that us sensitive people struggle with energy from everything all the time. Even if we do a great job of grounding and protecting, sometimes the energy is so strong that we can get caught off guard. Uh, and then we have to clear our energy and, uh, ground and protect and do all of that. Again, we have to be very, very protective of ourselves and our energy, But as debilitating as it can be for us empaths and highly sensitive people, once you figure out that you have this gift, you can identify ways to protect your energy and understand what belongs to you and what doesn't. I think one of the most important things for me is I'm connected to uh, many astrologers who I trust. I have uh, amazing gifted psychic friends who I consult because when I feel something and I'm like, this is not normal. I'll reach out to them because sometimes I just can't read myself and they'll confirm. And then I can kind of, I can let it go that I don't have to carry the burden or figure out what's wrong within. So feeling the emotions uh, of others isn't as cool as it sounds. I mean, sometimes it's very, very important to be able to, let's say you're, you're having a business deal or you're meeting a date or, uh, you're trying to figure out, um, if uh, if this person is right for something or, or a meeting's going to go well or the intentions of somebody, feeling emotions, it can be helpful. You can tap into that prior or when you're in a situation. But honest to God, it really is not as cool as it sounds. And in fact, if you aren't aware that you experience this and personalize all of your emotions, the emotions that you feel, then you could really be traveling down a path that leads to self-destructive behavior, to lashing out, cruelty to others, aggression, distress, and honestly, physical disease. And I don't want to alarm you, but chances are, if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person or know somebody who is, you have either experienced this, uh, and you're certainly not shocked to hear me tell you this. You kind of just know. Sometimes... I know in many cases, if I walk through like a Walmart or if I walk through the mall or if I'm anywhere around a lot of people, I mean, I'm feeling it and I'm tired. I just want to, you know, after a while, I'm like, got to go home, be by myself or take a shower and just, just, I got to, I got to get away from everybody. Um, so today we're going to use the topic of empathy, uh, to be helpful, not to make you scared or fearful. I just want you to become aware We know that an empath is somebody who's highly sensitive to emotions and energy of others to the point that they feel those emotions and energies themselves as if they belong to them. Empaths see the world differently than others. They are keenly aware of others, their pain points, and what they need emotionally. It's not just emotions, though, that empaths feel. They could feel physical pain, too, of others. Get it? So if you take that on... And if you don't figure out out a way to delineate between your pain and somebody else's physical pain or emotional pain, you are going to absorb that and use that and become that. Uh, And we can often sense somebody's intentions or where they're coming from. So again, that can be a very, very good thing. So I want to share some common signs that empaths have, okay? And if you are one, you'll totally get this. You'll be going, yep, 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 yep. But if you're not, I want you to listen to this and kind of review the people in your life and see who around you falls into this group of characteristics so that you don't minimize their experiences anymore, or that you might be the one to say, hey, you know, I heard this podcast the other day talking about empaths. I think that's you. You need to go listen to it. So I highly recommend that you pass this on to people you know, uh, and um, I think it could be helpful. The more people that know about this, the better they can navigate the world. So uh, one of the first characteristics that empaths have is that you feel other people's emotions and more than likely, unbeknownst to you, you take them on as your own. Next, you can feel suddenly emotionally overwhelmed in public places totally overstimulated where you, you either have to stand still and just figure out where you're going to go. It's not like you can just go in and go out and it's like, Whoa, there's so much energy. Let me just take a moment and breathe. Next, the vibe of a room matters to you. You can feel whether or not it's good or bad. I do that all the time. Um, even before I get to somewhere, um, you understand where people are coming from, even if they don't have the words to tell you. You feel it. You just go, "I get it," and they know you get it because they feel the energy of you getting it, right? You're a person who people seek out for advice to, or to emotionally unload or vomit on emotionally. <laughs> uh, we are often uh, sacred placeholders for people, and it is a gift. It really is to be that is such an important service. Uh, but it can be hard uh, when people exploit that and they take your energy by dumping out on you and pulling your light away. Uh, Violence, abuse, neglect, disarray, hoarding can not only severely disturb you, but also overwhelm you. So I have found, um, I I cannot watch animal cruelty uh, videos. I cannot watch um, boxing. I can't watch UFC fighting. I cannot hear of child abuse, see it. I mean, I've heard it in my work and that was very, very difficult. I cannot be around that because I feel it so badly, so severely. Uh, so I know myself. And so I can't watch those things. Um, hoarding also, if I walk into a place or even I have to see it on TV, it's it's so uncomfortable for me. So I wonder, do you feel those things as well? Watching the news can't do it, cannot watch local news outside of the weather because all they talk about is shootings, killings, murders, neglect, all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to hear about that, so I'll watch it. Uh, you are lovers of pets, babies, and animals. That is for sure. All those uh, energies are just delicious. You just can't get enough because. They are the sweetness and the innocence of God, period. Babies and animals. You can feel people's illnesses even if they don't know they have them. Okay. I know, uh, I have some very amazingly gifted empathic friends who can sense, uh, whether somebody has cancer by smelling or by just being around them. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, you can sense if somebody isn't right and even if somebody pretends that they're right, you get the undercurrents of the energy. You feel it. Your intimate relationships can overwhelm you and you're often a people pleaser to avoid criticism, judgment, or rejection. That's a big one. I don't know about y'all, been there, done that. Uh, we don't want people upset with us. Uh, even, uh, even if we have come into our own, uh, we don't want that. You're a walking lie detector. How many of y'all are like, hell yeah? I know when somebody's bullshitting me. That, yep, you know. And you could see uh, if you are keen enough, you can see the micro expressions of people. That's something I've always found fascinating, y'all. I I remember a show. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, uh, oh, it was called Lie to Me. This was years ago. And if you haven't seen that show, it was on, I think, maybe a season or two, but it was all about this guy, this uh, investigator or this police officer, I can't remember his role, but he watched uh, expressions of micro expressions, body language of people, and he knew exactly whether or not they were lying. And he and this show was fascinating because it compared the theme of each show compared to the times back then, the current times. So... Uh, of, you just got to watch it. It's really, really cool. So if you are interested, I find it fascinating. Go look up these experts who have books about how to tell if somebody's not telling the truth, the lie detectors. There's some really amazing books and courses out there, but we as empaths kind of, we may not know necessarily be able to pinpoint exactly what it was, but we know. Uh, You tend to have a calming effect on others and have the ability to heal them. Again, we can hold space and we can hold space, a lot of space and for a long time. You feel a need to help others and give yourself, give of yourself quickly, especially to those who are in pain or who are in immediate need of help, right? That's the selfless part. And that's a great part. That's the benefit. That's a perk. And you're highly sensitive to touch, smell, smell sound, and just overall experience. And on the one hand, that is so good because you could really appreciate um, the sensuality of life. But on the other hand, it's like, oh my God, it's like having a, 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 a rash all over your body. And if somebody touches you, you're just so sensitive. That's what it can be too. And I'm sure that you could think of more qualities of an empath, and that's great. And if you have more, write them down, send them to me. Uh, but these seem to be some of the primary aspects of an empath at least that's that have come up in in my awareness. uh, what a list, huh? My goodness, blessings and curses. And I myself have said along with fellow empaths that honest God, I wish I could just be like somebody who didn't pick up on everything. I wish uh I didn't think about things so deeply. I wish I could be as ignorant as some people, and by ignorance. I don't mean anything negative. I just mean unaware. Like I just want to break sometimes. I don't want to be so aware. It's hard. But as with anything, you have the light and the dark side of things. So in order for me to do what I do uh, and to do it as well as I do, God has said, hey, you got to have this trait and you got to deal with the challenges and we're going to help you deal with the challenges Uh, but in order for you to do the work that you need to do at the magnitude that we need you to do it, you got to have the yin and yang and it's exhausting. And I just want to be, uh, kind of like numb sometimes to all of this stuff, but I can't. So I have to, uh, appreciate it. I have to embrace it. And I think I have overall, uh, sometimes I, sometimes I don't want it. Uh, And the challenge is that we're affected by everything and the reward is that we're affected by everything, right? It's kind of like being your own boss. You are in charge of your autonomy and your money and everything. And the downside is you're in charge of your autonomy and the money and everything. Uh, it's a double-edged sword. And you see, even though we empaths tend to literally, literally step into the shoes of those who struggle, we also have a tremendous capacity for compassion. Again, a beautiful side. And Lord knows the world needs as much of that as possible. Our end goal as empaths is to lean into more compassion than empathy. And and this is, I think, a, a real helpful piece. When I really thought about this, I was like, gosh, you know, this is amazing. Um, empathy hurts, right? When we are really in the space of feeling what somebody else feels. Uh, compassion motivates us to help. There are many books, videos, and experts that will help empaths traverse the world with fewer cuts and bruises. So just know that if you're an empath and are either in the early stages of understanding your skill set or a veteran empath who is working on keeping healthy boundaries, protecting energy, uh, you aren't alone. There there are so many of us lightworkers here. Uh, I, I always uh, ask God to just Keep me connected to to those uh, kind of people. And I always suggest that you ground yourself every morning as you begin your day. Ground yourself throughout the day. And call on your guides and your angelic team to surround you with their protective light and energy. And it's also important to be able to delineate between your energy and the energy of others. Think about how you typically are. If you know yourself well, then you know typically how you are. And then notice those moments or days that feel extra heavy extra painful, extra emotional, chances are that you've taken on the energy outside of you. You need to separate yourself from it or there's something astrologically going on and or that you need to be aware of. So I say anything you feel is atypical. If you've got an astrologer friend to reach out to, you follow astrologers, a psychic friend, reach out to them. Call in your angels to cut cords to any energy that doesn't belong to you call on Archangel Michael, to clear energy field of what doesn't belong to you, sending it back to its owner, even though you don't know who it is, uh, and keep your own energy, right? Or call your energy back. Learn as much as you can about being an empath, as well as develop a ritual around energetically protecting yourself and processing out the energy that doesn't belong to you. Empaths are really, we're lightworkers, we're earth's gift, Right? Without us, the world would be a very cold place. Without empaths, her people would continue to suffer. If you're an empath, be proud of it. Even though it can be really tough sometimes, I get it, get it, get it, get it. It's just part of the light work that we do here on earth. This is part of our job. This is part of our soul's commitment. We are all being heralded to lead the way for others with kindness, compassion, and clarity. And you do not have to have the same feelings that other people have in order to relate to them. Do not do it. I'm telling you, protect yourself from that. Make sure your energy is protected at all times. Make sure you don't watch violence, the news, or subject yourself to harsh environments, harsh relationships, harsh chemicals, harsh people. Don't worry about explaining yourself to others unless they really want to understand. Shine your light each and every day, And know that you are a part of a beautiful menagerie of souls that are purposely here on earth to help those who who have yet to embody their own gifts of love and compassion. So we are leaders, uh, but we also have to protect, very much so, our own energy. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively.